But what I was going to say, I, th- I can't I can't remember if I shared this with you earlier when we talked, but this will be kind of a kind of a place we can like start from. Uh, uh, You're going to edit all those, right? Yeah, probably a little bit. <laughs> I mean, don't don't say anything you'll regret, but it could end up in there. <laughs> says uh, a man who's who isolates himself seeks his own desire he rages against all wise judgment or or sound wisdom and uh we were we were kind of talking earlier about about like conversation you know and the the power of of conversation and and so this verse like really got me thinking about you know we how we've been in this this isolation mode so to speak even though it's been involuntary like we haven't chose to isolate ourselves but uh at the same time i've i've been challenged you know with uh with making it with making the effort and being deliberate about staying connected with with brothers in the body and uh just having like having these type of conversations you know that that i know are are going to be edifying that i know are going to be spirit led you know and um, and I, I, I shared this on my on my post earlier that, you know, in my efforts and uh, my, uh, you know, myself working on these things, I want to, you know, challenge others. But then also like through this podcast, I want to give others the kind of the insight of what these conversations can look like. And and then hopefully just let let other people glean from them, too, you know. And so um, just for you, like you're you're actually technically my first my first guest on here and uh and i I mean it'll be in the intro but good friend of mine and uh someone that has you know just helped me in my walk with god and you know there's there's probably been times without you even realizing it where when we were in school together there was there was times when you know it'd been a tough day or a long week and especially fridays i've I've told you this on fridays i would i would kind of go into uh in a way like carnal mode because yeah. the weight of the week was off me now and uh we we'd come out of our friday real-time chapel and for me uh, i'm pretty introverted so i would a lot of times fridays i'd go straight to my room and just be ready to disconnect and isolate myself you know and and i realized that you you a lot of times would come in and and just talk to me or whatever and without even realizing it like you would come in and and help me and bring me wisdom and stuff um in a time when when I wanted to isolate myself and uh and not hear it you know and seek my own desires is is what I realized was happening but um but yeah anyway that so that's something that that I'm really thankful for and uh anyway yeah just kind of kind of diving into this I uh just wanted to wanted to say that and <laughs> appreciate you as as a friend, someone who I know I can talk to about anything, so yeah. Yeah, man, and, and thank you, bro. I mean, honestly, for just a lot of the time, same thing, man. Being there, uh, I think I've told you this before um, regarding your leadership, uh, but we know they're they're in CLC. There's been a lot of great, you know, leaders, preachers, teachers, um, great student body presidents, you know. Um, that we know um, that me personally, I think um, uh, it was an appointed time by the Lord for me to be set um, as a freshman, you know, at your starting year as a student body president there in CLC. Um, And I've learned so much. I was just talking to um, a friend of mine as well. And regarding this, that just a lot of the things, specifically about the flow of the Holy Ghost, you know, the flow of God, the way he speaks to us, man. I think it was something, a learning process for me freshman year that I've been really able to get a hold of just throughout these seasons, throughout these times, man, um, different parts of my life that I've been able to identify 
identify um, in God, and it's all thanks, or uh, a lot of it is thanks to the leadership um, that the Lord that the Lord positioned you in. You know, so yeah. same thing, man. Thank you. The times that you pull me to the side, man, and yeah. tell me, hey, dude, you know. You yeah. gotta do this, or, you know. Gotta gotta do that, or you gotta you gotta knock that off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I definitely didn't uh, didn't endorse or pay you to <laughs> pay you to come on here and say that. But no, uh, it means a lot, man. But kind of kind of what that makes me think of, um, you know, because I mean, for me, it was it was definitely a big learning process as well. Like, you know, trying to incorporate these these spirit led principles and and ideas and you know, going in, in the flow of the Holy Ghost, uh, in a leadership position. Um, but I, you know, you mentioned like learning a lot during that time, um, when it comes to walking in the spirit and, and, and the flow of the Holy Ghost, um, this is, you know, kind of putting you on the spot for anything that I mentioned that we might talk about, but kind of like, cause for a lot of people, those terms maybe are foreign, you know, like whether it's flow or, or even walking in the spirit. Um, a lot of people, I think, think of those things in, in the context of a service, you know, like a church service, which where we're at in the world right now, it's been, you know, really changed. So, um, just from your, from your experience, from your perspective and like what you've learned, can you kind of talk about like, just what that looks like, like, or how you've, I guess your process of how you've learned, you know, walking in the spirit, walking, being led and walking in the flow. Yeah. Well, for me, definitely, man, it was an everyday, it's, it's an everyday thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, I remember my freshman year there in the beginning, um, it was an interesting, it was, it was an interesting time for me. Um, I thought it was going to be, you know, all hype, all, you know, super, you know, we'd end up with the praise break, and it was it was it was nothing like that. You know, right. it was nothing like that. Um, and I think there was even you know individuals uh, that were there years prior that were expecting that. Yeah. But that was not at all what was going on. Um, you know, it was it was different. You know, it was it was a, a calm. It was that still small voice of the Lord speaking. Yeah. Uh, I remember that I would go into the sanctuary, man, and and I wouldn't feel anything, man. I wouldn't feel anything. Right. I would just go in and sit, you know, uh, sit in a pew, and I would just talk to God, mm-hmm. and I would and I, I I would tell him like, Lord, like I'm here, and my relationship with you is not dependent on what I feel. Yeah. You know, my relationship with you is dependent on that I hunger and I believe in you and I believe that you are hearing me regardless of what I'm feeling. Um, and those are my starts there, man. And, and CLC, um, and then with your, with the leadership, like I said before, um, that the Lord positioned you in, either it was in, in, um, in student body prayers in chapels and services, different things like that. Um, I was able to really recognize that those moments that it wasn't about, you know, the yelling or, you know, the, the loudness of, of the preaching or the service, Yeah. but it was just many times, you know, wait on the Lord. Like we're going to wait, Right. you know, we're going to, we're going to wait on what God has for us. You yeah. know, I, I feel like many times in our walk with God, we're so busy. We're, we're running, we're doing this, we're doing that. We, we want to accomplish this. We want to accomplish that. And it's not bad. It's, mm-hmm. it's really not, you know, but many times there's those, there's those moments where we have to, okay, like, Lord, where are you leading me? Like, where, where are you leading me now? Yeah. You know, and it's in those moments that you wait on the Lord, you know, and the Bible says that he leads, you know, the, the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Right. Um, and I think in these two years um, of Bible college, I've really been able to get a hold of that in every day, not only in church services, but every single day. Yeah. Um, every single day is different. Every single day, there's different emotions. Every single day, um, you feel differently. You, th- you might even think differently. Um, but regardless of all of that, when you understand, I want to get, I, I want to know God. I want to know God today. And one of the prayers, um, that I do in the mornings, uh, every, I try every day is Lord, I die this morning. I die this morning. Um, 
the reason being is because every single morning, man, like the flesh wants to rise up again and live life like how it wants to live, you know? Yeah. And I have to make that, you know, acknowledgement that yes, like this flesh doesn't want to pray. This flesh doesn't want to fast or read the word, but I've made a decision. I've made a commitment with God that now, like I'm going to, I'm, I'm dying. I'm yeah. dying and I'm going to let God take control and lead my steps, and, you know, order, order my life and just things like that. So for me, definitely the flow of the Holy ghost living in the spirit is not only a church service thing, but it's an everyday thing. When I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed, it's it's everything. It's every day. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you mentioned the verse. Uh, you know how the the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. He he orders our steps, and and there's another you know scripture well known that uh, says how it says to order my steps in your word, and. Uh, what I think about with, with like those, those scriptures and, and this whole concept of like the flow of the spirit, what I think about is, is the fact that we have to be taking steps, you know, like he, he doesn't order our, our stillness because there's, there's nowhere. And of course there's, there's times to, you know, be still and know of course that he's God, but, but there's, there's that principle of, of diligence and, and saying, you know what, I'm going to walk by faith and today and and trust that in my faith in my walking that that as i you know take that step uh that he's going to order it and so that's something that um for sure i i can relate to in in my time at clc man it's like you feel like sometimes you're stuck in place but when you when you get a perspective of the spirit you all you realize how much you're actually moving forward you know, in the things of God. That's so. true. And and they're what you mentioned, bro. Um, like continue to moving and continue to, you know, take steps. I remember um, talking to one of the professors and they mentioned that to me. They said um, along the lines of like, Andre, you got it. You have to continue walking. You yeah. have to continue walking and trusting the Lord. And obviously not, you know, walking into sin or walking into things that you know for a fact are wrong. Right. But the Lord loves you so much that he's going to talk to you that if at any moment in time, you know, you're walking and maybe that wasn't the correct step, he'll lead you, you know. Right. And because you have that relationship with God every single day, man, you'll be able to identify and understand, okay, maybe this wasn't, you know, the right step. Mm-hmm. And he'll guide you. He'll lead you. He, he'll redirect you you in the path that you really need to be on right so true yeah and i think a a, a real example of that i can think of is because kind of in every uh scenario of a christian walk i i think of the importance of of a pastor uh of a of a shepherd you know and i man the lord has just shown me that again in the last couple weeks um kind of a, a personal example is i you know, I came home in March uh, from school because of the COVID stuff, and I I started working right away. Got a job, part time job um, that was seasonal, and so now I've been home a couple months. So I'm I'm trying to find something full time, and I had a conversation with my my dad, who's who is my my shepherd, my my pastor, and uh, you know, at first I was <laughs> I was kind of that that little sheep that was that was feeling the, the rod of <laughs> correction in the moment and, and not liking it, not enjoying it. And, uh, man, but, but once I, you know, once I got past my, my just stupidity and, and heard it in the, in the Holy ghost and, and acted, took those steps, uh, with diligence and said, you know what? Okay. I don't see anything right in front of me that, that I'm being led to, but, but I'm going to be diligent and, and search and, uh, yeah. And not not try to create an open door, but but try to find find some openings, and and I you know I was telling you this earlier, but for the sake of people listening, um, you know I applied to a bunch of jobs, and long story short, within like two weeks, I uh, I had like three I think three different interviews, and as of today, I got two different job offers of yeah. full time positions, you know. And uh, one of them, just really powerful again, of the testimony of of a shepherd. One of those jobs was when I had that conversation with my my pastor, 
it was a position. It wasn't even an available position, but it was a job that my dad mentioned that he had had an interaction with the manager and had the feeling uh, just in his spirit to ask if there was any openings. And he, he, he ended up not even asking, but he told, told me that feeling he had. And within a few days, I saw a posting for the position. And now today, I've interviewed with the boss, interviewed with the district manager, and been offered the position. So, um, yeah, just such a man, such an example and testimony to me uh, of that leading and kind of something I want to I want to transition into because you mentioned it like like how it's a daily thing. Right. And and I kind of, you know, mentioned how at CLC it can feel like and in anywhere in life, it can feel like you're you're walking in place <laughs> if you're yeah. just looking in the natural you know like you're not getting calls to go evangelize necessarily you're you're not you know getting offered a church to pastor or any of those things that maybe you set as your goal yeah. uh in the natural but um the thing that i have been thinking about and sort of struggling with and something you know again we've talked about you as my friend is this this um this daily walk and how it can become, you know, frustrating when you don't see, when you don't see anything opening up or when you don't, you don't see the purpose of it, you know, every single day. And so I've, I've began asking people, uh, you know, kind of what they use as their motivation and what they kind of as well, what their daily, I guess the structure of their day looks like when it comes to walking with God, pursuing God. So, um, from your, from your perspective, what is, what does that look like? And what, what, like, what motivates you, you know, on, on those difficult days? And that's, that's an interesting question because we, um, we obviously mentioned, um, regarding, um, many times the flesh, you know, the flesh wanting to take control, um, and different things like that. Yeah. Um, but definitely, man, hunger, bro. Hunger is something that needs to be in place in your every everyday life. You know, being hungry for God, man, and understanding um, that He's an Almighty God, He's a Holy God, and really having a true revelation, man, of of who He is. That I'll never, you know, like it doesn't matter how good I am in the day, or it doesn't matter how. You know, holy I am, man. God is like God, you know, like the yeah. Lord, man. And He desires, bro. He desires to have a relationship with me. I remember, I think I spoke to you regarding this one time. I found myself praying, and I mean, I don't know if this is a good prayer or a bad prayer, but um, okay. I was telling the Lord, like, Lord, speak to me how you speak to you know, certain, certain individuals. And I was, you know, mentioning men of God, you know, like speak to me, you know, (laughs) I want to have that revelation, you know, like when they speak, man, um, you can just notice like the Lord told them that. Yeah. And, um, and I was telling the Lord and what he told me was, if only you, you would seek me how they seek me. Wow. You know? Yeah. And if you would ask me about, my word how they asked me about you know my word just different things like that and i remember he led me to um, the book of isaiah chapter six where it describes him you know he's high and lifted up he was sitting in a throne and the angels were were um, around them and they were singing holy 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 uh, i remember i remember um, the lord leading me there and um, and all of a sudden, it hit me. This God that the angels sing unto him, holy, 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 desires to have a relationship and an encounter with me. Yeah. He desires to talk to me. He desires to love me. He desires to, you know, speak to me. And that itself, man, when I think about the days that many times I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling it. I'm not. Days, days not so great, but understanding that that this almighty God, this powerful God, you know, desires to speak to me, right. desires to love me, desires to have mercy upon me. That that breaks me, man. It creates this sense of hunger, 
you know um and man i need him like i need god right. you know it becomes it becomes a necessity it becomes something that i need to live yeah. um you know it's it's as simple as that you know um i was i was listening to a song um not so long ago i mean I, i've been having it on repeat for probably a couple of days now and a song says you are my portion you are my portion and i was talking to a friend of mine regarding um what it means for him you are my portion what it reminds him of when when the song says that and for him it was you know he thought about abraham he thought about abraham when um when the lord told him i am i am your great reward you know um and i told him like uh to me that was that was powerful but what the lord was speaking to me um about um, regarding this this part of the song that he was my portion I was thinking man about the moments that I was broken I was hurt I was in sin I was living in sin man and Paul says it this way that we were dead we were existing yet we were dead in our trespasses and sins hmm. you know we were not complete um, there was a void within our life that having that void you know, you're just you're just existing. Yet you truly not have life. But the moment the Holy Ghost man came into into our lives, when we were able to be integrated into the family of, of the Lord, man, something happened. That void, it also it, it all of a sudden, you know, you were filled with his spirit. And that portion that I needed, man, that portion that I was so hungry of, that you know, that that portion that completes something, him, he completed me. He he made me, he filled me, you know. And just thinking about that, man, it's like, and this song, bro, like, has made me weep, man. And just you know, remembering so many things, many things. Uh, either my parents, I remember, I I, I mean, I was think I was a baby when my dad got baptized, um, or probably a couple months before I was even born. But I, I remember watching him or looking at a picture of him raising up his hands after coming up from the waters after he was he was baptized in jesus name and i i was just thankful man i i I all of a sudden you know became thankful with the lord and i started crying i started weeping man um because everything man was ordered by the lord you know for my life and then looking into my own personal life when i got baptized bro all the things that i had done you know even 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 after you know growing up in an apostolic home you know um mess ups you know falling in sin just different things like that and understanding that there was that void but the lord filled it up man he is my portion he's the portion that filled me he's the portion that completed me you know so that's what it reminds me of man he is the ultimate portion that my life needed yeah man that's good that's honestly that's what this is all about like just that i mean that's ministering (laughs) ministers to me right now bro and and that's what I that's what I want this to be, you know. Forgetting that it's about a about a recording in the moment and just just being led by the Holy Ghost and and I'm thankful for that, you know. I think I think regardless of 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 our upbringing, regardless of even our environment, you know, whether it's CLC and and it's a very high spiritual environment or you know it's home that's you know for sure for some a lot a lot more difficult regardless of that it's man it's if we can keep our our focus on christ and our our priorities aligned and our pursuit right you know and we don't allow those things around us to to dictate and uh cause our emotion to you know bring us down or whatever but i'm thankful for that with with that um being said man i feel i feel to say this um and hopefully it can connect somehow. Um, I remember, I believe it was Brother Sanders, while he was preaching the revival there in COC, uh, he was speaking regarding submission, um, obviously being submitted to the Word of God, being submitted to the Lord. Um, but he also started speaking regarding um, being submitted to your pastor, um, the submission um, that we ought to have to our pastor, to the shepherd, to the shepherd that, that the Lord has, has placed upon our lives, you know, um, and then he says, submitted one to another, you know, he, he right. goes down. So obviously being submitted to the Lord, um, 
is the most important essential thing being submitted to our pastor. We all need a pastor in our life uh, um, to whom we're submitted to, you know, that he is the authority. But then there's there's this third one being submitted one to another. I was speaking I was speaking to somebody regarding regarding this and how many times we have conversations can really define or redirect um, the way you're going in a certain season in life. Um, I remember, you know, many conversations with you, many conversations with other friends that we have there in COC. Yeah. Um, and I remember one time uh, another professor told me there um, while when I was talking to him regarding pride. It was, it was, I was talking to him regarding pride and humility. And he said that many ministers, many, many young ministers fall into this trap of pride. And the reason why they, they fall in this, in this um, trap of pride is because they don't value the voice of God. Many times they don't value the voice of God in somebody else's life. You know? Yeah. They don't value how the Lord speaks to them. We value and we honor, you know, how the Lord speaks to us and we understand that and we grasp that and, and we get a hold of it. You know, the Lord speaking to me. But when it comes to somebody else speaking, you know, on maybe just a conversation, we don't really value that. Wow. Um, and I think for me, one of the things that has helped me a lot is able to value the moments that you've spoken to me or, you know, or somebody from my same class has spoken to me or a freshman or a senior or a junior. You know, it doesn't matter where or even somebody that's not in Bible college, yeah. you know, somebody that's helped me is value, you know, value how the Lord speaks to them, you know, um, because we ought to stay submitted one to another, you know. And I think that's that's important, and it all goes with the flow. Mentioning how um, how we are, this flow is an everyday thing. Yeah. Well, the flow of the Holy Ghost happens even in conversations that we have in, in our everyday life. You know, there was times that you know I would see you, you know, <laughs> out of nowhere, yeah. and I was going somewhere, you were going somewhere, but all of a sudden we just stay there talking, yeah. and it was man, we can feel the Holy Ghost right now. Right. And what was supposed to be a probably a high and by thing, <laughs> it turned into a 30, 45 minute talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was all because of the flow of the Holy Ghost. And I value the word of God that you have. And, you know, I, I believe you value the word of God yeah, that I have. For you sure. Know? So I think if there's something that can help um, young and old is valuing the word of God. That, that he has placed in other people's life. So, mm. for example, right now, your word, you know, um, next week or whenever you do another episode or an, or another podcast for anybody else, it is valuing what they have to say. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, you know, if they're walking in the spirit, if they're walking with the Lord, it is a word of God that we can extract something from for our lives. So true. Yeah, that's so true, man. That And that, that, that so well describes... Uh, my my whole inspiration and, and point of all this and and you mentioned you know that that thing about pride um and that season that that you were in and I, I you know I remember that from last year and uh some of those things that you ministered even you know coming coming at the tail end of that season and and uh how the Lord used that to minister to the whole student body and uh, what's crazy is um the the scripture that I started with in Proverbs talking about uh, a man secluding himself, isolating himself, that same chapter, it says, and it's the verse that you used uh, in that season, that the same chapter is is where it's found that says, a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. And uh, I I never forget, you know, that that season where where you ministered that, and... uh, and then skipping down a few verses in that same chapter, and this is this is where the Lord has had me all day. It's it's again another familiar verse that says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue." Yeah. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You know, and you know we know the scriptures that talk about how God is not mocked for you know we're gonna we're gonna reap what we sow if if we faint not. And um, man, I feel like if if there's like a underlying message for in this today I feel like I feel like it's you know just keeping the faith and continuing in the, in the course and the fight yeah. regardless of how difficult 
regardless, you know, of feeling isolated. And maybe, you know, maybe there's even been offenses that have risen in some people because uh, because that one brother or sister hasn't reached out to you first, yeah, you yeah. know, and I know, you know, I know, you know what I, you know what I mean? Like CLC and of course, anywhere that it happens, you know, you go yeah, two days yeah. and someone hasn't s- said hi to you and how quickly we can become offended, you know, and, and then instead oh, of our, sure. instead of our words being fruitful in a good way, now, now our words, and that's, that's what's so dangerous about it is once it's something that starts in our heart, it's, it's one thing, but then when we allow that, that offense or, or whatever it is, that negativity, once we allow that to come out of our mouth, Jesus, Jesus said that out from our mouth from, and our heart is, comes the issues of life. You know, it's, it's what comes out of us. That's, that corrupts a man. And, um, but I've, I've been thinking today and you mentioned, you know, being able to be submitted one to another, being able to receive words from one another regardless of the path of life we're on the age you know regardless of those things and uh, a few a few verses that I've been in today that uh, and we can kind of we can kind of wrap it up with this going going a little bit but um, is a few verses just kind of along the same same lines um, and I'll just read a few of them here and we can you know maybe make some comments but um, proverbs 18 and 21 and it's um, it's where I just read, but but the verse prior to to uh, verse twenty one says, "Man's stomach shall be satisfied by the fruit of his mouth; from the produce of his lips he shall be filled." And then it goes on to say, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit." And and then if you go backwards in Proverbs, Proverbs twelve fourteen says, "A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth," and Chapter 13, 2 says, A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, and he who guards his mouth saves or he preserves his life. But he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Uh, and then the last one, A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. And I think, man, I think some of those interactions, you know, where we were we were seeking to be in the flow of the Holy Ghost and and going about our daily business, you know, going yeah. from going to the library, going to the chapel, whatever, going to work, and we would cross paths, and just in that moment of, and it's you know, I think we make, I think we make these things, and we make the flow of the Holy Ghost, we make, we make being led by the Holy Ghost too complicated sometimes, you know, and we think, well, I can't call someone if I don't have a specific word for them, or, you know, whatever. But man, it was some of those interactions where it was a it was a word spoken in due season that that you would share with me. You know, once we just started to speak, once we started to to talk and converse, and and putting our differences aside, putting the things that maybe had offended us aside. And man, I know there's plenty of things I said, whether publicly or privately, to you that that could have offended you. You know, and. Um, but just in that submission one to another, the way that you received it, the way that others have received it, and um, I've tried to receive it, man, there's so much more power, you know, and yeah. and what God can do through that. And so. yeah, bro, no, for sure. And um, I think is there's just there's a there's just so much power when we come into conversations like this, um, and being able to trust the brothers, man, it's something so important, bro. Being yeah. able to trust the body. Um, I remember, you know, a preacher speaking regarding this, you know, uh, um, about the unity and being able to trust each other. I'm going back to a a little bit about that season in COC, at least in my circle um, of life there, maybe, you know, friends and things like that. Um, I I started to notice that even within myself, a spirit of offense, you know, a spirit of offense kind of roaming around my life and around, you know, other individuals. And it was just for something like super simple, man. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody would get, you know, upset and and something would happen. Um, And I think even, you know, Brother Sanders, you know, um, in the flow of the Holy Ghost, you know, preached about it one time. Um, And then just the Lord, you know, ministering unto me regarding these things. Um, And then I ministered about it. Um, But it's important, bro, to create this unity and create this true and genuine unity, you know, not just, oh, you know, like, 
like, I love you, man, you know, and like, see ya, you know, but actually, you know, caring and loving, um, for other, you know, for other individuals, you know, for, for me, it's in the atmosphere there of COC. It's in the avenue and the channel of COC where I see a lot of people every single day, you know, and it doesn't mean I need to hang out with every single individual, you know, um, all the time, you know, but it means that I actually care and love them and I'm actually there for them, you know, and that love and, and that genuine care, um, for them. And I think it's important, man, especially now in these times, being able to be unified, putting everything aside, man, and trusting us and, and, and trusting each other and trusting the Lord that we are brethren. We are brothers and sisters, and we're going to walk. We're going to walk in the Holy Ghost. Um, and I'm super excited, at least, for, you know, for this year. Um, you've graduated, but I know, um, like in our friendship, this is this is going to continue the trust and, and that bond. Um that we have created, you know, a friendship and being able to, Hey man, you know, like pray for me and being open and transparent, you know, that ultimately like it's important, you know, um, for, for every single individual, um, be able to be transparent. Hey man, you know, like pray for me about this or I've been struggling here. You know, the Bible says, um, you know, talk to, talk to each other about your faults, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, and, and ye shall be healed. You shall yeah. be healed. You know, if yeah. we truly want healing, many times it's going to be through conversations, through uncomfortable conversations of, of humility from ourselves that, hey, man, I'm struggling with this. Um, you know, I've been having temptation about watching this or listening to this or, you know, doing this and talking to you, man, a man of uh, not a perfect man, but a man of faith, a man yeah. that wants to do good for the Lord and wants to walk with the Lord. A conversation like that can make a huge difference for for me. You know, obviously a prayer meeting, you know, and times with the Lord, they're, they're powerful and great and should be probably the first thing that we do. But also if we want to continue in this path, understanding that there is a necessity of the brothers within the body. Yeah. That man, I need you, you know, and, and we see it throughout throughout scripture. The Lord Jesus Christ would send would send the apostles two by two. Um, Paul and a lot of missionary um, missionary uh, events or you know uh, trips that he had, um, it was with a brother. You know, and I've talked to you about this before regarding it's powerful. You know, two can do more than one. Maybe impact greater ground, impact more people, greater numbers. But not only does it impact the other people that either you're ministering to or you're helping out or you're working for, but it impacts me. You know, my brother helps me. My brother impacts me. You know, I need my brother. You know, and we know there's seasons in life where it's it's seasons of loneliness. And seasons of, of, you know, probably not talking to that many people, um, seasons of brokenness, or we're just, we're just, you know, in COC, we know that there's times where we go to the sanctuary, we come back to the room and, and that was it, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but even it's in those moments that because you did have a brother, you did establish that, you know, friendship, that brotherhood, that brother that you had that genuinely cares for you is praying for you in those moments that you're not talking to anybody yeah. and that makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, so true. I, there's, there's just so many things coming to my mind right now. I mean, especially where we are in the world, you know, we see so much, there's so much division in the world right now. And there's not, it's not only division, but there's, there's a division and then there's a, there's a pushing, pushing back against authority pushing back against against being submitted to anything you know and we see with all the all the stuff going on um that i don't even care to talk about but that we're all aware of you know and uh and of course that's the spirit man it's the spirit of the air the spirit of the age and and i think that's spot on being being submitted to to one another and there's a scripture uh, again it was it was something that the lord uh, man it was a season i was in last year that that really ministered to me, and it was probably around the same time as, as all that offense, uh, offense stuff, you know, was going on and ministered, and and I don't, I, I can't remember the scripture exactly, but it's it's in the like second to last chapter of Job, and you know we know Job, it's like forty or I think maybe fifty even something chapters long, and all this whole time for whatever time period it is that it covers, you know his friends are all here 
trying to pretty much tell him that he's at fault. They're trying to tell him he's yeah. done something wrong. And anyway, long story short, you get to that, to the end and, and he's had a conversation with the Lord and he's had a revelation of, of, okay, you know, whether I've done anything wrong to deserve this, I'm still nothing in my humanity and God is everything. And, um, but then, and I, I, I probably shared this with you last year, but just a moment of brokenness that I had in the sanctuary one day, I was finishing the book of Job and I read this verse that said that it says the Lord restored everything to him, you know, and he restores yeah. it double. And it says he did that when Job prayed for his friends, you know, when, when Job was willing to forgive his friends who were accusing him this whole time, he was willing to put that aside and quit, quit trying to justify himself regardless of whether he was wrong or not. But he put that aside and said, I'm going to humble myself before the Lord and I'm going to pray for my friends. Uh, and that was the, that was the pivotal point in, in his life and, and the Lord being able to say, okay, you know, you've got it now. <laughs> you, you've got this lesson, you've learned this lesson. And, uh, and I think, man, if we could learn that lesson today, we have to, I, I think we have to, we don't, I think we don't have a choice to, you know, because if we're going to see revival, like is promised and, if we're going to affect this world that is, that's hurt, you know, this world that's offended it at, at government, that's offended at authority. And if we're going to say, Hey, you need to submit to God, <laughs> you need to submit to a pastor, right? Like we're going to have to, of course, we're going to have to be able to submit one to another and show them yeah. that we're his disciples because we love one another. And yeah. so anyway, I think that's definitely definitely where we're at <laughs> um i remember man and i know i mean you, you've been you know really close friends to me um for for quite a while now and they're in clc uh there was this there was this moment you know um where i mean i could say i i, I was offended at this specific individual and yeah. this specific individual you know was offended at me yeah, um, yeah. Going to the same college, man. Right. Ha, ha, you know, having like we were friends at you know at some point, and probably even during this time, considering each other friends, you know. But yeah. but knowing you know what we were feeling inside and things like that, you know, many times we didn't agree with certain things, certain things that I said. Probably he didn't agree, um, and I didn't agree um, with many of the things he said, man. And and it was funny, man, just how the Lord worked that out. Um, being able to talk to him, it was in in a, in a moment that I was upset. Um, he was upset, and we both we both talked. Um, we both came to a conversation that probably wasn't the most calm conversation uh, we could have. <laughs> True. Um, but we ended up having that conversation. Um, I'm pretty sure you you remember this. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we had this conversation, and, and it was it was it was an intense conversation, man. We did had we had no plans of kind of you know giving in to okay man sorry it was you know my bad you know no plans of of that sort at all yeah um but during this conversation i remember man feel, go, being in that room and having this intense um i don't know you can call it discussion conversation uh whatever it is but in that room and i just felt this shift um that was created by the holy ghost and here it comes again you know that flow yeah. of the holy ghost right. you know uh, because you're so close to him in your every, uh, you know, everyday life, and that shift happened. And I remember, man, all of a sudden conviction hit me, and I, I know conviction hit him. And we both, man, we were just in a state of like, man, what am I doing? You know, like we're here together, we serve the same God, you know, and we're brothers, you know, yeah. and if this can help anybody, man. Cause I know many times it can be easier to kind of just, you know, try to forget it, you know, yeah. you know, all right, man, you know, whatever, you know, forget it, you know, and, and it can probably be seen as the easy route to take when it comes to offense, when it comes to a brother that you thought, you know, was never going to, you know, offend you or say anything, you know, or whatever. But we look at the Lord Jesus and if, even after being betrayed, you know, he calls, you know, Judas, you know, friend, right. you know, wow. and not that this guy was like that with me, right, right. but, you know, coming, coming into that, um, understanding, like, you know, man, um, and when that conviction hit, bro, like I, I apologize, he apologized, man, and we're, we're good friends now, man, I, I care for him, bro, I pray for him, and I know he does, you know, he, he cares for me, he prays for me as well, um, 
and it was that moment that like really changed things not only you know um for you know both of us in our friendship in our relationship but also you know for either ministry or even my relationship with god you know I, you can only go you can only go so far with god while being offended right. you can only go so far you know in your relationship and your daily talk and daily walk with god while being offended you know it's like a it's like you're trying to walk a path but with a really bad wound in you know a part of your body Mm. it's gonna it it hurts it's something that's gonna be there with you and yes you can you know walk but it's it's there man you know it's there and and it, it all of a sudden you know it becomes more difficult and the reality of the matter is that the lord you know is a healer so if you only would let the Lord, you know, deal with it, deal with your life, deal with that wound, it's going to become a scar. And that scar is no longer a wound that causes hurt and pain. But it's for me, you know, this conversation um, with this individual, you know, can be defined as, you know, probably I, I can put it in the, this concept of a scar that yeah. it's there, you know, and I, I've gone through through surgeries um, early on in my life and I have scars within within my body that i see and i can touch but there is no more pain Mm. you know um and why is that because it's healed it's completely healed and many times i feel like young people or people in ministry can walk in their day-to-day life walking with wounds just because they don't want to go and expose that you know either unto god or either unto their brethren who they believe caused their wound you know um and it's important and essential to be able to, Lord, I have this, you know, I feel offended or, you know, talking to, to the individual. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I apologize. Many times, even if it's not your fault, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and being able to, you know, come to that humbling position and all, and all of a sudden, you know, the Lord will heal it and you'll be able to walk uh, your walk with God, your path in a, in a correct manner, you know, and, right. and having that unity. You know, and I think that's something that we ought to learn, you know, and it also, you know, you delete or erases those opportunities for pride, you know, saying, right. hey, man, you know, like, I apologize. I messed up. You know, I said something I shouldn't have said, you know, and and continue and keep going, man. You know, yeah. um, it's important. And especially like you said, in these times of division and these times of of uncertainty, um, you know, and I don't want we don't want to get, you know, political here or anything like that i'm not you know really that much into politics anyway um but putting many times peace and things aside and understand hey man you're, you're my brother you know you're my brother and um the most important thing is not that we're you know an american citizen or mexican citizen or whatever you know <laughs> is that yeah. we're looking for our you know citizenship citizenship in heaven right. you know like that's, that's so the true. most important thing man yeah um, because we've seen it, man, on social media, Twitter, Instagram, people, you know, fighting and arguing over political stuff, even within the body, man. Yeah. And we got to come to an understanding, hey, man, you're my, bro- you're, you're my brother, you're my sister. And the most important thing is that we're trying to make it to heaven. And not only are we trying to make it to heaven alone, but we're trying to make us, you know, the most people that we can with us. Exactly. Um, exactly. And be able to walk with the Lord, you know. It, it, it should no longer be a matter of, like... I just want to skip. I just, I just don't want to go to hell. No, no, no. I, mm. I want to please God. I want to go to heaven because I want to be with him. Right. I want to go to heaven because I want to see him. Uh, that's been on my mind the last couple of days, man. I really don't know what I'm going to tell the Lord Jesus when I see him, bro. But, and just thinking about it, you know, I get, you know, I lose, you know, the words that I'm probably going to tell him that day, man. Because everything, you know, either I had, I had to go through the mess ups, the sins, man, even after having the acknowledgement of who the Lord Jesus Christ was, you know, messing up, falling, and still the Lord, man, pulling me into his love, you know, and grace and mercy. And the moment that I see him, man, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing him one day, man, and, and, and hopefully, you know, I really don't know. I should probably study a little bit more eschatology, but <laughs> but I don't know if we're gonna know each other, you know, or every single individual that that um, that I met here on Earth. But man, I, if I do, I hope I hope to see a lot of you know a lot of these people, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and man, it's just we're 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 living in difficult times, bro. But difficult times certainly create strong individuals, right? You know. Right. And strong individuals in the faith, um, 
So I, I appreciate you, man. I hope, hopefully I didn't take too long, you know, with all of that. I but good. I appreciate you every, every single thing that, you know, you've done for me, taught me, you know, spoken into my life. And, um, you know, every listener, hopefully, you know, this has ministered, ministered to them and, and understanding that, you know, we, we got to get that, that one way ticket to heaven, man, and live, live, you know, you know, not, not caring many times about, you know, the weights of this world and, and things like that. But truly, man, I, I want to make it to heaven and I'm going to take, I'm going to take people with me, you know, right. and we're, we're, we're going to do this together. That's it. Yes, sir. Together we'll do it. Well, man, I, um, appreciate your time so much and ministry that's taken place. Um, I just want to, you know, we, title of this show is called the flow and we seek to to be in the flow of the holy ghost and i believe that we have today uh and i i don't want to end without without uh giving jesus all the all the glory and and honor and so um if you would just just with me uh in in your own words just uh let's just pray together and uh pray over every listener you know pray over anyone who may hear this that that God would deal with their heart and uh, a spirit of unity would be loosed through through this podcast today. God, we thank you, Jesus, thank you, for, the Jesus opportunity. for the opportunity. Father, I thank Jesus you for my friend, and I thank you for the unity of the body the of Christ. Lord Jesus, I pray God, your spirit of ministry would be loosed through this recording today. Oh God, that it not just be words and that it not just be something to pass time. Oh God, but it would be something that touches the hearts of individuals, that offenses would be quenched, that they would be cast out today. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. I pray a spirit of humility be loosed upon your people today. A spirit, oh God, of love and of compassion one for another. Jesus, I pray that spirit of unity that we need, that spirit of unity, oh God, be loosed into the body of Christ. We know, Jesus, that you are doing a work. We know that you're going to receive all of the glory, that you're going to have a harvest.